This is Saving Grace, Living in the Light of God's Love, a broadcast ministry of Grace Center for Spiritual Development and Grace School of Theology, a seminary to the world, committed to the truth of Scripture and life application through the lens of grace. And now, our program. Hello, I'm Carmen Pate, your host for today's program. Jesus said in John 10.10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they would have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Well, our guest today will share insights into living, loving, and leading every day of the week in your personal life and in the marketplace so you can fulfill your God-given potential and purpose in His power. Well, today we're discussing the book, The Monday Morning Christian, how living out your faith in business leads to phenomenal success. Our guest is the author, Howard Partridge. Howard is a best-selling author, popular conference speaker, international business coach, and executive vice president of training operations for Ziegler Inc., carrying on that legacy of the late Zig Ziegler. Howard grew up on welfare in Alabama and moved to Houston, Texas at age 18 with only 25 cents in his pocket. Well, at age 23, he started his business out of the trunk of his car, transformed it into a thriving multi-million dollar turnkey enterprise. Howard has helped small business owners around the world to dramatically improve their businesses and their lives as they learn to walk in step with the Lord. Thank you so much, Howard, for joining us on Saving Grace. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful being here with you. I love what you guys do here. Oh, well, thank you so much. And we love what you do as well. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I just love your heart for the Lord and the people that you love. You share in your book that you came to faith in Jesus about three years after you started your business. Right. And you were excited about the Lord and telling Mm -hmm. everyone about Jesus. Yep. But then you sort of had a crisis of belief about mixing business with ministry. Right. So tell us how God worked that out in your heart. Well, so I, I, when I came to know the Lord in December of 1987, I just, I I was so excited. Uh, I was, I had one of those, like, uh, I guess every salvation is dramatic, right? But, you know, some people come gradually. And even though I went to church when I was a kid, uh, I knew the gospel. I wasn't living it. But God just came out of nowhere. And I, I know it sounds kind of strange <laughs> and people, you know, it, it's it's maybe sounds weird, but God just invaded my life. And it was just almost mm-hmm. like a, a warning. And so when I finally gave my heart to God, I just felt so free and mm-hmm. so full of joy. And I got mm-hmm. involved with the church and just, you know, I was at the church day and night and just I, I was convinced that my life work would now be to go and and spread the gospel and yeah. and uh, I thought you know I've got this business and and you know I'm not even sure that making money is okay and you know somehow yeah. you know having a business being a businessman is kind of dirty you know mm-hmm. just kind of evil and then God showed me that 
my business was the platform that he wanted, that I was already in ministry. And the truth is, is that that first little company that we started, I mean, we were praying for people in their in their homes and in their businesses mm-hmm. and, and using uh, funds for ministry and lots yes. of ministry was having people coming to know Christ. And so he just, it was just a revelation to me that he yeah. wanted to use my business yeah. as the platform for ministry, not to be in traditional full-time ministry. Yes, yes. I love what you do, you guys do and, and what they do here and in, in equipping missionaries and pastors and yeah. people in maybe what we call traditional ministry, but my call is to the business world. Yes, yes. And, and you know, you're so right. We shouldn't compartmentalize our lives. We yeah. are all, if we are believers in Jesus Christ, yeah. we are ministers. That's right. Wherever he places us, yeah. at home, work, or wherever. Yeah. Well, you know, Howard, you say that when you begin to apply God's wisdom to your business, rather than the world's so-called wisdom, mm-hmm. you begin to see things change. And as a result, you really had a phenomenal business mm-hmm. and also a phenomenal life as well. Well, well, it starts, you say, by understanding your identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, that is our language here at Grace School Mm -hmm. of Theology. In in fact, the founder of our school, the president of our school, uh, Dave Anderson, wrote a book called Position and Condition. So you have lived out what Dr. Anderson is talking about in his writing, in his teaching, Share the impact that understanding your position in Christ has had on you and and how you train others and coach others. Yes. I was so thrilled to hear that today, and 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 he asked me when I met him today, like, did you ever, did you, where'd you learn that? <laughs> I never read any of his books before, and I don't remember where I got it, but I remember the day, I don't remember where I got the the idea, live out of your position rather than your condition, but I do remember the moment that uh, the lights came on, mm. and yeah. so I was. Um, Still, even though in church we teach that, you know, you're saved by grace and you're not saved by works and all that. We also know that works are important, right? Mm -hmm. James uh, talked about that. And I was having a a conversation with one of my pastors. He and his wife had come over for dinner and we were serving our wives by cleaning up the kitchen. They were having dessert and coffee and and uh, in the dining room. And we got in this conversation and uh, about, you know, why Christians still sin. Mm. And I asked him and he said, and as a good coach would do, Uh he turned around and asked me a question back. And he said, why do you think it is? And I said, well, it's simple to me. We, we have a wicked heart and a wicked mind. I mean, that's what Jeremiah said, right? He said, no, 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 no. He said, not so. He said, you have the mind of Christ. And I began at that moment to understand our identity in Christ. Yeah. And, and in my own study, I found 73 scriptures mm-hmm. that talk about, you know, you're free, you're saved, you've been transferred from the domain of darkness into the kingdom of light. You're, yep. you're seated in Christ, you know, and um, 73 scriptures. And so I began to realize that our position in Christ uh, is the important thing our identity yes. because if we if we think that we can work our way and even pe- even though people Christians will say they they believe I'm saved by grace I'm not saved by works 
they are trying to get God's approval through their works. Absolutely. And I, I, I had this revelation mm-hmm. that when we rest in Christ yeah. and just accept that he loves us, that nothing can separate us from mm-hmm. the love of Christ, and we will rest in him, as Hebrews said, He'll do so much more through us oh, than we could goodness. ever even imagine doing on our own. Isn't it true? Yeah. Because we're using his power and yes. not our own that yes. doesn't produce anything right. that's, uh, that's worthy. That's of any value. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. So it's, that was a big revelation to oh, me. Yeah. And it, it totally changed my life. It totally changed how I looked at Christianity. And, yeah. and uh, so one of the things I say today is that Christianity is a faith that's not a religion. Yes, yes, yes. Because religion is check out the box. I did this. I went to church on Wednesday. <laughs> we should be in church. We yeah. should we should of be course. with other believers. We should worship. We should you know learn the word. Uh, we should pray. Uh, but the fact is is that God, when He saves us, He sets us apart, and Christ comes into us, gives us the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and He wants to live through you. Through. Exactly it. Exactly it. You know, one of the things that believers find most difficult to grasp is Christ living in and through us. Uh, And, you know, the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit in us, transforming us into his likeness. That's what our life is about right Right. now. Becoming. That's true. true. Yeah. 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 That's correct. But. You know, when we when we have believed in Jesus for salvation, that's a that happens instantaneously. Yeah. But becoming like Christ is a lifelong process. Yes. Have you experienced, as I have, uh, those moments, those challenging times where you realize you haven't arrived, but you still are a work in progress? So you were talking about your excitement, being a new believer. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was there again that that moment of crisis where, but I still sin, and yeah. I'm not where God wants me to be? Yeah. Did you experience that? Yeah, and the so? way that I explain it in the book is there's a difference between salvation and sanctification, mm-hmm. right? So That's right. The Holy Spirit inside of us is is sanctifying us, cleansing us, and sometimes it's 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 painful. Yes, right. Yes, because yes. we're shedding those old habits and the that flesh, and that happens every day until the day that we uh, pass on. Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, and it 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 is. Uh, uh, an eye opener to us in our yeah. daily lives yeah. when we recognize we haven't arrived. It right. sort of keeps us humble, doesn't it? it <laughs> that d- that still... definitely does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And if people understand that that we're spirit, soul, yeah. and body, and that in the soul is the mind, will, and emotion, mm-hmm. and that there's always this battle, like Paul talked about in Romans yeah. 7, that there's yeah. this battle. I, I, I'm a believer. I want to do right, but there's something inside of me, so my flesh is crying out, and yeah. God's the mind of Christ. Christ is saying, you know, the Holy Spirit's talking to you. And the battle really happens in the mind through the the your emotions and how you've been programmed for yep. so many years. And yeah, it's an interesting thing. It truly is. Well, now your book, The Monday Morning Christian, mm-hmm. is talking about not being a believer just on Sunday, but every day of the week. Yep. And certainly as a business leader, whether you're an owner or a manager, even a co-worker, uh, Christ living through us is so critical for for growing those who are under you and growing your business. Yeah. Uh, talk about 
we, we know we all influence people. It's just a matter, do we influence them for good or do we yeah. influence them for bad? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about how the importance of allowing the Holy Spirit to live through you as a business leader. Some of your experience of, of not allowing him to live through you and the impact that has yeah. versus the impact of, of allowing him to yeah. lead. Well, I think this is where it, where you know, the Word of God uh, comes into play. Uh, for example, Proverbs is a treasure trove mm-hmm. of wisdom, God's wisdom, and there's so much about business and yeah. uh, in in Proverbs. So there's the Word of God, there's prayer, there's uh, fellowship, there's worship, and all of this keeps us in. Um, in the the spirit, if you will, mm-hmm. and reminding us of the the, the God's way of doing things. Mm-hmm. He created us. He created the world. He created commerce. He created everything. So, uh, I the world's wisdom is get all you can for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God's wisdom is pour into other people. Mm-hmm. And so there's a difference between a leader and a boss. And I wasn't a very good leader. I mean, there was probably some things that I did right. I mean, customer service service was number one. Like if we have to be there at 5 a.m., we'll be there. If we have to be there at 9 p.m., we'll be there. If we have to be there 24 hours, we'll be there. But uh, I was um, always concerned about what's getting done, what's not getting done. And mm-hmm. and I was probably generous. But the thing is, is that, uh, you know, Jesus said, give and it'll yeah. be given back to you. Press down, shaking together, running over. My mentor was Mr. Zig Ziglar. And he always said, you can have everything in life you want yeah. if you'll just help enough other people get what it is that they want. That they want, yeah. And when he was uh, here with us on the earth, I used to tease him about that. I said, you know, you stole that from Jesus because Jesus said, <laughs> give and be given back to you, press down, shaking together, and running over. And he'd laugh and say, well, I know him personally, so that'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we loved him, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was, he would yeah. talk about a Monday morning Christian. Yeah. As a matter of fact, to this day, yeah. uh, 45 years later, yeah. They've had a Monday morning devotion mm. every day, maybe once or twice during COVID, they, they weren't able to have it or mm-hmm. severe weather, mm-hmm. but continuously for 45 years. Mm. He had this little pin that uh, he wore that had a seven and the fish together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said, we don't serve a part-time Lord, so why should we be part-time Christians? Mm. You know? Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no doubt. You talk a lot in your book about success, of course, but you're not sharing a prosperity gospel, which we hear is so prevalent today, particularly on television. While the world thinks of success as fame and fortune, share with our listeners your definition of success. So my definition of success is that um, we're successful when we're becoming the person that God's created us to be. Mm -hmm. So every single one of us, God has created uh, for a specific time as this, number mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. Uh, with a specific purpose and a plan. And the ironic thing is about this fallen state that we're in, separated from God by sin, unless we know him, is that um, is that uh, our whole life is, like you said, is about really learning who we are. And yeah. what we're supposed to do, you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, so success is simply becoming the person that God created you to be, so that you can mm-hmm. do the things that He wants you to do. Yeah. Not that you think you should do, 
but the things that he wants to do through you so that you can then have the life that he wants you to have. And then Mr. Ziegler always said, you got to be before you can do and you got to do before you can have. And Tom Ziegler, his son, who I work with very closely at the Zig Ziegler Corporation, is added give to that. So Definitely. you can't give something that you don't have. Oh, yeah. You know, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. And that's so important. Again, giving takes the focus off ourselves. Yeah. But I do want to talk about yeah. money a little bit, because yeah. uh, as you mentioned, the mm-hmm. prosperity gospel and all that. I like to ask my students, uh, business owners that I coach, audiences, how much money are you supposed to have? Mm. How much are you supposed to make? Yeah. And the answers are you're supposed to have the amount of money that you're supposed to have. And you're supposed to make the amount of money that you're supposed to make. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right. They, 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 okay, <laughs> they Howard. The thank thing, you. Right? Thank you for, you know, that's so profound, you know. <laughs> but the, the fact is, is that when we get in touch with what God wants us, uh, who he wants us to be, what he wants us to do, and our specific role in the body, yes. in the community, he'll provide. Mm-hmm. He will not give mm-hmm. you a purpose without the provision yeah right and so when we talk about money people misquote uh the the scripture about money that the love of money is the root of all evil well mm-hmm. i'm in the school of theology so i could ask someone here <laughs> as far as i know it says uh the love of money is a root of all types of uh-huh. e- all kinds of evil uh-huh. and of course the love of money brings with it many Pains, right? Yes. yes. And so uh, if money is the focus, as Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. However, the fact is, is that money is involved in the mission. Jesus didn't own anything. But uh, if money wasn't involved in the mission, there wouldn't have been a money bag from, for Judas to steal from. Right. Right? Right. right. And so money's required to, uh, to accomplish the mission, accomplish the vision. Yes. And in a business, you have to have money. Money is the fuel. Now, listen, you can live as monkish as you want personally, and you can live by faith. And, and I've been there that, that I got bills to pay tomorrow, and I don't have any money in the account today, and God provides. And the crazy thing about it, the wonderful thing, I should say, the, the phenomenal thing is yeah. that even when we're not doing what we should be doing, maybe mm-hmm. I don't have money in my account because mm-hmm. of something, a mistake that I made, or something that I decided to do, mm-hmm. he still provides. Oh, he loves so us so faithful. Yeah, so much. Yes. So you know the the thing is is that a business has to have income, and when you think about the fact that when you make money. You can hire the right people. Mm-hmm. You can do the things that you, you can buy equipment. You can um, you can give other people jobs. Yes. You can give. There's there's so many different causes like mm-hmm. the Grace School of Theology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. You did. Uh, there's so many wonderful yeah. causes. There's people who need. Uh, money for surgery. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a new friend. His name is Russell Ibarra, mm-hmm. and he owns all the gringos in Texas. Oh, yeah, He sure. started gringos, and it's just a phenomenal. He's a phenomenal leader. Great restaurant. Great restaurant, <laughs> too, and a uh-huh. wonderful business. Uh-huh. And the money that this man gives mm-hmm. the just he just his his favorite mm-hmm. thing is to to help people and give money. And so the thing is is that. 
it's you, you have to be faithful with mm-hmm. you know what God gives you, and of course Dave Ramsey uh, endorsed this book, and Dave Ramsey says that debt is dumb. Mm-hmm. It's also destructive. Yes, yes. And so we need to make a profit in our business so that we don't have to go into debt. And one of the things that really bothers me uh-huh. with when we're talking about Christians and money and all that is people who are not faithful with their finances Mm. and they spend money on credit cards and pay these high interest rates just for things like going out to dinner or vacation or whatever and buying things that they can't afford or a new car. And I was there. I did that. Mm -hmm. We've been there too. No judgment. Mm -hmm. But anybody can fall into that. But then to say... Oh, I have no money. Oh, I can't afford that. Oh, I can't do that. And worse, being upset with people who are prosperous. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, a lot of people yeah. love to quote that uh, that verse. But yeah. I think that a lot of people maybe don't know that that the um, the Israelites were in captivity in Babylon yes. when God said that. Yes, and yes. He said. Uh, that he sent them there. Right, right, <laughs> right. And what did he say? He said, pray for prosperity of the city, be prosperous. Mm-hmm. And God wants us to be prosperous, but prosperity isn't just money. Right, right. You know, that's just one tool. Yes. Uh, I heard yes. a guy say one time at church that he was one of our speakers, and he said that, that um, money is like a rope. You mm-hmm. can use it to help somebody out of a ditch, or you can hang yourself with it. Mm, mm. Very powerful. Yes, yes, no doubt about it. Yeah. Mm. As we as we continue our walk in the Spirit and we grow closer to the Lord, you talk about moving from success mm-hmm. to significance. Yeah. Talk about how we might better represent Christ in the marketplace and in our homes and our personal lives with our time and our talent and our treasures. Well, going back to that that scripture, give and it'll be given back to you. I think if you if you just you know do a do a test, do an exercise, you know, focus on yourself, focus on getting for yourself, and see uh, how joyful you are mm. or not, and then start giving to other people and and helping people. Uh, we're here to build the kingdom of God. Yes. And the fact is, is that we've got to give, we've got to serve. And so once you understand your purpose, that your purpose is not about you, it's about other people. Um, There's a scripture that says it was for freedom that you were set free. Mm -hmm. Only don't use your freedom to serve yourself, but use it to serve other people. I heard John Maxwell say one time, I spent a lot of time with him, and he said that once you get a taste of significance, success will never satisfy. Mm, mm. And people today in the world and in the church that are just trying to get for themselves, Mm -hmm. this is why people commit suicide. This is why... It's not the abundant life. No, it's not the abundant life. If you want to have an abundant life, uh, give to other people. Yes. Make a difference in other people's lives. Mentor other people. And the most... Mm -hmm. A joyful thing that I get to do that I see in my life is the young people that work for me work with me and I get to mentor them and see them blossom mm. 
and our business owner clients and their team members Mm -hmm. when they blossom. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost every single day I get a text, a card, an email or something that this work has changed their life. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Now, you work with business leaders probably around the world, uh, many of whom are Christians. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what obstacles do you find that keep many Christian leaders from the success and significance that you talk about? Well, I think uh, as a believer, again, the first step is to understand uh, who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Start allowing, start walking by the Spirit, allowing Christ yeah. to live through you understanding that there's a sanctification process. Be Mm -hmm. patient with yourself, be patient with other people, and um, it's 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 a process. Yes. And then third, have a balanced view of success. This is why I love Proverbs. Um, You know, uh, there's a proverb that says the diligent hand makes rich. and and understanding the uh, that what success truly is, it changes your perspective. And mm-hmm. I think that the thing that will unlock it, uh, unlock success, and and help people more than anything else, is to have the right perspective on you know why does. Uh, why did God create you? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? Yeah. Even individuals, just strangers that I meet, I want them to know that they're here because God made you and he has a purpose for you. Amen. Yes, he because does. Because so many people today, uh, and that's the other beautiful thing, is that all of us can evangelize uh, everywhere we go mm-hmm. just by having simple conversations with people and, and showing them that we love them. And so, you know, that's probably the word I would use is that if you want to change your business, you want to change your life, love people and understand what that means. Mm, no doubt about it. Yeah. We only have about a minute that, oh, uh, but okay. I would, but if you would, uh, we are going to include information about you and your yep. books, et cetera, on our, our website, but just kind of uh, capsule what what you what you do now in other words if our listeners are interested in being coached or learning more what should they do so what i personally do what my company does is we help small business owners traditional small businesses that have uh, a small team Mm -hmm. and they want to grow yes and they want to have more freedom in their life they want to have a predictable profitable turnkey operation and if they're a believer or even if they're not a believer, but they're open. I, I, I love the fact that we've seen so many people come to the Lord mm. through our business training. Oh, yes. And uh, you want training, you want the support, the encouragement, and the accountability that you need to yes. grow to the next level. That's what we do. All right. Yeah. Outstanding. Oh, just so impressed with all that you've done, your books Thank that you. you've written. Thank you for the insights uh, that you provided for our listeners today. Uh, you know, The Monday Morning Christian is the book that we've been talking about. We've barely scratched the surface at yeah. our time today, sure. but we encourage you, our listener, to check out our program notes. You can learn more about our guest, his books, his mission. In addition, we invite you to consider the many courses offered through our degrees program here at Grace School of Theology, or for those simply wanting to know and love our Savior more deeply, mm-hmm. check out our Grace Center for Spiritual Development. Our website is gsot.edu. That's gsot.edu. Or you can download the Grace app. We're so glad you tuned in today. And remember, the love of Christ can never be earned mm-hmm. and can never be lost. 
You've been listening to Saving Grace. For more information about Grace Center for Spiritual Development or this program, visit our website at gsot.edu slash center or download the Grace app through your smartphone. Views expressed on this program may not always be the views of Grace School of Theology or its leadership.